Walking with Ted, a short story from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price by W.J. Onifer, copyright 2020. Get your copy of The Family Immortal, the new book and the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price book series, available in ebook or paper book at your favorite online bookstore. And now, Walking with Ted, read by the author. The vampire Hadley Price put the surgical mask over her mouth and put on a pair of yellow rubber gloves. She tied her long red hair back into a ponytail. Hadley was ready for a quick walk to the nearby convenience store. She had her wallet and her cell phone and her blood flask. Some vampires carry a flask of blood in case they want a quick nip. Hadley's was empty this night in case she had an opportunity to fill it. Why didn't I tie my hair up before putting on the gloves, she asked herself. The sense of touch is greatly reduced. How did Batman and Robin ever get anything done? Hadley put up the collar on her black leather jacket. It was April, but there was still a chill in the nighttime air in New England. Before exiting her home, she looked back at her long-term monogamous vampire lover, Nathan Hughes, who was bringing in an armload of logs from the woodpile out back. The fireplace in the living room would be going when she returned from her brief outing. It might as well be Halloween with that disguise you're wearing, Nathan said. That, or you're about to stick up a bank. That's a lot of trouble just to go out and get a can of Pringles. With her mask on, Nathan could see it only in her eyes that she smiled at that. Those beautiful, expressive green eyes. We don't have any Pringles in the house, she said. Where's your sense of what's essential? Given some of the statements coming out of Washington, D.C., declaring Pringles potato chips as essential during a pandemic wasn't the most silly and frivolous thing to be said. In public, a face mask and protective gloves were the default not-so-fashion statement of the worldwide coronavirus pandemic. Some people tied a bandana around their mouth, making them look like something out of an old 1940s movie serial western bank robber. A surgical mask didn't do much to decrease that appearance. The mask and gloves were a bit of a Halloween get-up. Hadley didn't need them, nor would Nathan if he went out. Corona didn't affect either one of them in any way. It didn't affect any vampire. Nathan was only a decade or so in on the life of nocturnal blood drinkers. Hadley was almost 150 years older than him. She didn't survive well into the 21st century by bringing attention to herself among the humans. Thus, the mask and gloves disguised to blend in. Okay, Nathan said. So you're a woman on the serious Pringles mission. A mission to get back here as soon as possible to be with you, my love. Hadley said. She lowered her mask, walked up to him, and kissed him on the lips. The logs he was holding kind of got in the way. In another context, Hadley loved it when there was wood between Nathan and she, and she looked forward to that later in the evening. She put her mask back on and walked out the door. Hadley walked to the end of the street and entered the wooded area there. There was an incline on the path that led to an open space with railroad tracks. 
She crossed over the railroad tracks and down the decline of the path. Sounds from a quarter mile away got her attention. She stopped and looked down the road of wood and steel. Teenagers, boys and girls doing their little mating ritual with the help of a six-pack. Those railroad tracks were an isolated place to do that and get away from other people and the rules of adults. They were not, Hadley noted, social distancing between each other. Even at that remote point of view, with night limiting the light, Hadley's vampire eyes could see that none of them had masks on. The woods on the other side opened to a main street. Her destination was in line of sight, the stop-and-go convenience store. Even before the pandemic, this place, open 24-7, was a nighttime destination to pick up items that were forgotten earlier in the day. And now, with the pandemic, only more so. The gas pumps weren't crowded, but there was a steady business. Hadley was not the only one wearing a mask and gloves among the people dashing in and out of the store. But more than half of the people in that location had no protection at all. Hadley entered the store and went to the back. She opened one of the doors of the glass wall of refrigerators and took out a two-liter bottle of Coca-Cola. Nathan Hughes may be a big, scary vampire, but her man was also a teetotaler. He didn't drink alcohol. As she made her way to the front checkout, Hadley picked up the can of Pringles and arbitrarily grabbed a box of tampons. Like the mask and gloves, Hadley didn't need the tampons. It was something she purchased occasionally to further disguise that she wasn't human. Hadley could easily use her vampire stealth to shoplift those things and not get caught. But not tonight on that. It was the little details that kept her true nature a secret from the humans. Hello, Hadley, the brown-skinned man behind the counter said. Hadley was a regular customer, and he always greeted her in a friendly way. But now he did that behind a plexiglass shield that was installed. And while he had no face mask, he did have wrist-length synthetic gloves on. Hello, Mateen, Hadley said. How's it going? Another day in paradise, Mateen said. The register beeped as he scanned Hadley's items. She ran her debit card, then gathered her things to leave. Have a good night, she said. You too, he said. Thank you, Hadley. Back out in the parking lot, Hadley saw two young guys who walked up to each other, shook hands, and did a macho shoulder bump semi-hug. They were obviously friends, and they were laughing, and neither had gloves on. Other people gave them wide berth, more than the six feet recommended for social distancing as they witnessed such dangerous behavior. Hadley immediately noticed the floating specter that appeared near them. The insubstantial form then floated away from the two, as if it had to fulfill a requirement and was done doing so. None of the humans present noticed that it was there. They couldn't see it. Hello, Ted, Hadley said to the cloud-like entity. Hello, Hadley, Ted said. Long time no see. It's got to be a good, what, a century or so. Yes, Hadley said. 
the last pandemic back in 1918. He had many names over the centuries. One of them was Theodore, but these days he was known as Ted. But Hadley knew his real name, Death. I like the new outfit, Hadley said. Gotta keep up with the times, he said. The spiky black hooded robe was replaced by a more rounded Darth Vader look. The sickle was now a red glowing sword. The new look was just vanity on his part. Other than sometimes seeing him for a few seconds before death, he was invisible to the humans, and only a very few of the supernaturals could see him, like vampires. He did find that a little annoying. For all practical purposes, vampires were immortal, and immortals had no reason to fear him. He didn't even try to intimidate Hadley. He knew it wouldn't work. Those damn vampires. But when she wasn't responding to a threat with ruthless violence, Hadley Price was known as a friendly woman with intelligence and charm and a sense of humor. So Ted stopped by for a quick chat. Do you mind if I walk with you? Ted asked. Not at all, Hadley said. You don't need that mask and gloves. They were a bit uncomfortable. Hadley wasn't near any humans as they strolled away from the convenience store. So the face mask was lowered to her neck and the rubber gloves were removed. I hear you're romantically involved with a human, Ted said. I have been for the last decade or so, Hadley said. And he's no longer human. Ah, you brought him over, so I guess you kind of like the guy. Hadley smiled. Nathan Hughes had become her entire life. I very kind of liked the guy. Hadley stopped and appeared to look through the plate glass window of Grace's Kitchen, a corner cafe. Calling it a cafe was a bit of an exaggeration. It was more of a diner, a place locals frequented to get a slice of pie and a cup of joe, or grill favorites like a hamburger or a plate of scrambled eggs and hash browns. But today, with the governor's recommendation, this and other businesses along this walking route back to her home were dark. The diner experience didn't exactly work with the takeout-only service other restaurants offered and the attempt to stay in business during this quarantine. There were very few people out, walking or even driving past in their cars. Human people. And not one of those few who saw Hadley question why she was looking into the closed eatery. It was understood. Something that was always open just wasn't. The reality of that wasn't sinking in yet. It was like a museum visit from something in the past. The small woman with red hair was not the first person they saw doing something like that. But Hadley was not looking through that glass. She was looking at that glass. Without turning around, Hadley could see the reflected image of a man treading his way on the sidewalk coming in her direction. She turned around and undid two buttons on her blouse. Really, Hadley? Ted said. The old show a little cleavage trick to get a man's attention so you could drink his blood? 
Works every time, Hedley said. Will you please excuse me for a moment, Ted? I'll be right back. She put her face mask back on over her mouth. The man coming toward her was not close enough to see her fangs. He just viewed the replacement of the mask as a public health courtesy. Hadley used it to conceal those fangs, which extended beyond her bottom lip even with her mouth closed. If it weren't for the fact that she was having an enjoyable evening stroll with death himself, Hadley would take her time with this human man. That he spotted her cleavage before he looked at her face indicated that he was not going to casually walk by. Yes, even with social distancing in place, some guys are always looking to get some. His lame pickup line would be entertaining, as would the surprise on his face when he discovered that it was she who chose him, not the other way around. That moment when a fool of himself human figures out what the true nature of that choosing is was always good for a laugh. But Hadley was walking with Ted this night. Even the most interesting human couldn't compete with the stories he could tell. During this worldwide pandemic, Ted was adding hundreds of stories to his collection every day. So she made it quick. When the human man was within 10 feet of her, she sprang forward, dragged him into a nearby dark alley, discarded her mask, and sank her fangs into his neck to drink the delicious red. The whole thing lacked anything in the way of subtlety. It was more violent than Hadley's normal method of finessing her blood victims, but she was in a hurry. Ted floated into the alley and hovered in place next to Hadley. They both looked at the human on the ground. He has it, Hadley said. He has the coronavirus. I can taste it in his blood. Yes, Ted said. He doesn't show any symptoms, Hadley said. I can tell that he has it, but I can't tell when he got it. A few minutes ago, Ted said, when he shook hands with his friend. Stupid humans, Hadley said. It was stupid a hundred years ago, and it's stupid now. More stupid now with all the ways to get information. His damn cell phone was all he needed to get hard science facts and how to avoid this. She paused in disgust. Would they ever learn? Ted kind of laughed. Don't knock it, Hadley. Even before all of this, their stupidity made it easier for you to get what you need and for me to get what I want. You're right, she said reluctantly. Most of the time, Hadley didn't kill those she drank from. Leaving dead bodies around wasn't helpful in keeping the secret of the vampire race. And besides, if a human was minimal hassle, a return to that person was more convenient than finding someone new. So this man, unconscious on the ground, would survive an encounter with the vampire Hadley Price. Later, he would get up and walk away. But he was going to die soon anyways, so why waste some free blood? Hadley took her blood flask out of her back pocket, bent down over the still form with red still streaming from his neck, and caught a good two cups of it in the container. Isn't it interesting, Ted, Hadley said. 
that no end of the world fiction writers have stories where characters willingly put themselves in harm's way once they know the facts. In zombie books and movies, all characters take shelter and only go out for supplies and try to avoid contact with the zombies. Zombies are not fiction, and you know it, Hadley, Ted said. The word is, you were proactive in containing that little zombie incursion in Pennsylvania a few years back. You and that son of a bitch, Byron. Good work in keeping that out of the media. The humans never found out. Any leaks on that are considered rural myth, the talk of conspiracy theories on late night radio. Hadley stood up and secured the top on the flask. She licked off a few spots of blood that got on her fingers before taking out her handkerchief to wipe them clean. We did step in to deal with those zombies, Hadley said. I couldn't let that spread to the greater human population. We who drink the red have a vested interest in keeping the humans alive. It's too bad we can't do anything in like manner to preserve the human blood supply during the current pandemic. I don't mean to be rude, Hadley, Ted said, but I have to go now. Of course, she said. The kids on the railroad tracks? Yes. The humans are getting much better at gathering scientific information these days, Hadley said. And they've developed sophisticated media to reach the masses with that information. Some of them are rather clever, he said. But with those humans who suffer from terminal stupidity, it looks like I'm going to have a little extra fun for at least the next five years. Hadley recalled that the Spanish flu pandemic a hundred years ago took over a decade to run its course. The humans, with their instant gratification lifestyle now in 2020, had not yet come to terms with such a timetable. Yes, Hadley thought. Even a scientific breakthrough that would provide a cure was not likely to end this in less than five years. When Hadley got back home, she saw the warm glow coming from the fireplace in the living room. She loved staring into the flames for a romantic evening with her one and only. Nathan put his iPad down and looked up as she entered. He was obviously looking at a news story. So, what's the latest from the fool who would be king? She asked. Just a bunch of stuff about injecting Lysol into people to stop the virus. Yup, mainline toxic chemicals. It's all over the internet. Maybe he should show us how it's done. That would be real leadership. Hadley paused. I ran into Ted. Do you mean Ted? As in that Ted? Nathan asked. As a relatively new vampire, Nathan had not met Ted. But he had heard of him. All vampires had. Yes, Hadley said. He took a moment to talk with you? He must be busy these days. He is, Hadley said. A busy, powerful man took the time for a quick visit. She let out a brief laugh. Frankly, I found it quite flattering. She paused. But never mind that. I have acquired a special treat for us. 
She joined Nathan where he was sitting on the couch. She took the Pringles out and set them aside. Then Hadley took the two-liter bottle of the carbonated beverage out of the bag and her blood flask from her back pocket and set them both on the coffee table in front of them. A treat for us, Nathan said with a charming smirk. I thought we were going to do that a little later. Oh yes, she said with an equally charming smirk. That too, my handsome, horny lover. But before that, a mixed drink. A special cocktail. Special cocktail? Hadley pointed at the two containers on the coffee table. Corona and Coke, she said. Well, in that case, Nathan said, we'll have to get out the good plastic cups. This has been a reading of Walking with Ted, a short story from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price, written and read by W.J. Onifer. Get your copy of The Family Immortal, the new book in the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price saga, available in ebook or paper book at your favorite online bookstore. Sound effects by freesound.org. Music by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Like us at Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price Books on Facebook. <laughs>